0: You're listening to Hashtag No filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you in trouble. though. Oh, you? yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And right. that's your chronic state. That's <laughs> 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered combos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Guys, I'm still shaking, but welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in. Let me know your first name and where you're watching in from. I hope you have some wine. Or maybe if you're like Tom and Raquel, you have some some whiskey that you chase with some Coors Light. Like, Coors Light needs to send these people some money with the amount of just cans of Coors Light that were being poured watching this episode I don't like Coors Light I don't drink beer um but I also don't eat gluten and yes I'm that bitch okay are you ready we have Jelly from Savannah Georgia Jamie from Seattle Regina from New York um Julie from Chicago hey Julie like Julie Christie. I also want to know. Hi, Yvonne from California. Wine was last night. Tonight is edibles. And Brozak, you get it, Allison. Listen, whatever floats your boat. Sharita from DC. Cheryl from Virginia Beach. Let's get it, y'all. Let's get it. Get it, get it. Just a reminder: if you want to come and catch a full in person Vanderbump Rules recap, I'm doing a live show June 15th at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood with Lala Kent and some very special guests. So get your tickets. We have just a few Ultra VIP tickets left, and a few ga VA t- VA tickets left as well. At uh, NoFilterLive.com, go to NoFilterLive.com, NoFilterLive.com. Okay, are you guys ready? I'm uh, very curious. I had to watch the episode three times, and even now I have a bit of a migraine, um, and like I'm going to hopefully try to read the screen because, you know, if you've ever had migraines when you get the little aura thingies and your vision's all blurred, that's always what happens when I get a migraine. So it's probably because I had to watch this damn full on love affair on this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules the scandal finale I had to watch the love affair and I had to watch Sandy Balls and Rocky Rocky bang bang do little cuddles on the couch and like ooh and she was like just like enamored with him and you can just tell he ain't even all that into her no he ain't he just likes that she strokes his ego and she strokes his dingling his little old his small little old cocky cock as James Kennedy called it right Right, uh, Skywalker? Yeah, Sky knows. Sky had to watch it with me three times as well, and he's over He's like, Raquel, who is that chick? I don't like her. I was like, I don't like her either, boo. I don't like her either. Whew. Okay, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Yes, maintenance chick. Thank you for reminding everybody. Hit the like button if you're watching this on YouTube right now. If you're watching this on Instagram, be sure to do the little heart thingies. You can send badges. I'll give you shout-outs, the whole thing. Rachel, thanks a lot, Rachel, you easy You idiot. <sighs> okay, Endub says he doesn't like her anymore after they're all out in the open. He's a snake. No, of course not. He likes the secrecy of it. He likes being able to like actually, you know swing his little dingling around when it's secretive. That's what he gets off on. The fact that he was jerking it. In Schwartz's bathroom, we'll we'll get into it, but it was an, a very interesting finale. And I think everybody that's like Raquel say Vanderpump Rules, Raquel say Vanderpump Rules, Queen Raquel. I'm just like, excuse me, Raquel did not say Vanderpump Rules. You know how I know that because she was barely even in this finale, as she should have barely been in this finale. She didn't earn the finale title. She was a young, impressionable little girl, little girl. She was young and impressionable and dumb, and Sandoval took advantage of it because she he liked that she stroked his ego a. Month. Amongst other things. Thank you, Roni Marsha, for the super sticker. Or sorry, for the badge on Instagram. My God, who is honking outside? Can't they tell that I'm doing a fucking Instagram live about Sandy Balls and this scandal finale? Still think it's a PR stunt again. No, I don't think it's a PR stunt. How do you how did you watch that episode and see the raw emotion in these people's eyes and believe that any of that was a PR stunt? <sighs> 27 isn't that young. No, it's not. At this point. It's not. Oh, thank you, Maintenance Chick. Maintenance Chick did um, a super sticker for uh, Skye's treats. Thank you. Skye's treats are very expensive. So I appreciate that. Okay. Shall we dive into this episode? Because I have so many feelings. But no, Raquel did not save Vanderpump Rules. And no, Raquel did not carry this season on her back. What she did was bang Sandoval and miss, you know, hurt her friend, but who saved Vanderpump Rules was Tom and Ariana. You know why? Because we wouldn't give a damn about this finale, this affair. We wouldn't care about any of this if the stakes weren't so high. If we didn't love Tom and Ariana's relationship, if we weren't invested in it, if we weren't part of this on all of this journey for so many years, we wouldn't care. We wouldn't care. Okay, but we do care because it's Tom and it's Ariana. So, yes, we can say Tom and Ariana saved Vanderpump Rules. And it was about time because I feel like other people have been carrying the show on their backs for quite a while. And now Tom and and Ariana have been able to actually carry it. And they deserve the flowers that people are trying to give Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang. She didn't do anything that special. All she did was blow him in the backseat of her Honda Civic. Okay, not that special. It doesn't take a lot of skill to master that one. Teen moms can master that, okay? And that's still higher than her IQ. Okay, so let's, I guess, kick off with the start of the episode. Tom and Ariana in their apartment, and we get the iconic For You to Die. And I didn't even realize that that was before they even had their conversation. But he says that, you know, he is sorry that she had to see the face, like the whole interaction with them. I was expecting him to apologize and say, I'm sorry I did this. I shouldn't have done this. I was so wrong. I allowed my my little head, my very little head to, you know, distract me and not listen to my bigger head on top of my shoulders, which I should have listened to. So at this point, I, you know, I will kiss the ground you walk on because what I did was so wrong and it violated so many trust issues that you already have and boundaries that you've set up to keep our relationship strong. And he's like, but you know, we felt we were, we weren't in a good place. We weren't in a good relationship. And she's like, Oh, okay. That's why you needed to bang my friend. I'm glad. Great. I'm glad you needed to bang my friend. I'm glad that that was justification. He's like, well, we haven't been good in the last few months. And she's like the last few months you were already banging Raquel. He was already having an affair with Raquel. And he was definitely, like, the heat of this entire finale, as he deserved to be. Oh, my God. When I watched it yesterday, I found myself wanting to yell at him. Also, I was screaming at the damn TV. Ariana was too cool in that scene. She was too cool in that scene. And she deserved to be too cool in that scene because she is the epitome of cool. She kept her cool. Remember, that's what Sandoval fell in love with her about. Remember at the first reunion when they first came out and he's just like, oh, yeah, when Kristen was chasing you down, at sir, and you're, she was coming at you and you handled that like it was so hot the way you handled that. Like, it's gross, like the fact that everything that he fell in love with her about is everything that she still has fake tears, fake tears from Tom or fake tears from Ariana. I think that he feels badly that she was embarrassed and that he looks bad because he embarrassed her. But I don't think he feels badly about cheating on her. He kept deflecting and referencing all the things that happened recently, but she makes it very clear. Hello, you were already banging Raquel. You were already banging her friend. And he's like, well, but this happened. And she's like, okay, sure. Great. You weren't happy in this relationship. So bang my friend. Oh, sure. You were, you know, sad about the lack of sex that we're having. Great bang my friend perfect justification for you to bang my friend there is never justification for you to bang her friend anybody's friend the only time you should be banging people's friends is when you have permission i just the fact that he doesn't even see it the fact that he's like you know and he he's like trying to sell her and he's like i just need you to know that our connection was is real me and raquel our connection is real and she's like it's disgusting i don't want to hear about this why would she want to hear about it it's fucking gross Nobody wants to hear about that. What I want to hear about how great of a connection you have with your mistress who was lying to my face and trying to tell me about how to fix my relationship by having more sex with you when she was already banging you no if he truly felt bad then if he truly felt bad that seeing ariana's apartment wouldn't have that scene ariana's apartment wouldn't have happened exactly tones exactly that would not have happened and even when she's like oh what are you gonna do you're gonna go to raquel's you're gonna tell her how much you love her and he's like i don't know and she's like no would have been sufficient you could have easily just said no tom no which is what you should have said the first night you banged her no I'm in a relationship. I love Ariana. And the thing is, he tries to make it look like they had this terrible relationship for so fucking long. And that's why he had this moment after boys night where they hook up in the back of her car. And I'm just like, but I remember seeing them at my show at the Bourbon Room last year, which happened in April. Right. April, May, June, July, August. So four months before this affair went down, they were very happy for in in a relationship, happy for each other, supportive of each other. Like there was no indication that they were not going to go the distance right at the show. Somebody asked about when Tom's getting married and Tom's like, I don't know. We don't know when that's going to happen. And then Ariana's like, Tom has never actually asked me to get married. And Tom has never actually told me that he has a genuine interest in marrying me. I've been very clear about my position on marriage, but he's never actually said that he wants to marry me. He said he wants to get married, but he's never said, hey, Ariana, this is important to me. This means something to me. Are you willing to marry me? And she was very clear that like he's never really expressed wanting to do this. He's always just respected that I have no interest in getting married. But it sounds like based off of this week's episode that she was willing and open to do whatever she could to really make him happy. But I remember at the bourbon room, she was like, the only people that care about us getting married are people online that want to know about when we're getting married. But we've never really had that conversation. And I think that that is very fair and very valid. Um, Jenna Lynn says, hey, y'all, even though Sheena was crying during the last scene, she looked beautiful with no makeup. She moved on. Yes, she looked incredible in that last scene. Um, But this whole scene between Tom Sandoval and Ariana, it was frustrating. It was heartbreaking. It was just all total deflection and gaslighting. I agree with you, Sarah. It's just... Yeah, they do sound like roommates, but that happens. You guys, like that's the thing is like y- you get to stale points. Why do they call it the seven year itch, right? Is that what it's called? What, what the thing about the seven year thing and you've been together for seven years and then you hit the lull. Just because people have a lull doesn't mean that the relationship is over. They've had dry spells in the past. So it's like that wasn't justification for him to step out and not saying that that's what you were saying in the comments, but I'm just saying like In his head, he's like, you know, we weren't happy. And she's like, but I was willing to make it happy. Like, I was willing to get us on the same page. We were going to couples therapy. We were working on things. And he's just like, you know, I the thing is, he was convincing her that there was a a chance, right? And he's like, well, I tried to break up with you. And you said that you wouldn't let me break up with you. And it's like, I'm pretty sure she wasn't like, I'm going to jump out a window if you leave me. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that dramatic. I'm pretty sure it was like, no, I'm not going to let you leave me. Like, we've been in this for too long. And we're not just going to throw away the last nine years of our lives. We're committed to each other. We've chosen each other. We're going to be together. We're in it for the long run. And I think that was the conversation she had. With him, and he just received that as, oh, she's not letting me out of this relationship. She's crazy. She's obsessed with me, like Kristen and like Miami Girl, which we finally got vindication about Miami Girl. He did sleep with Miami Girl, and he was a liar then, and he's a liar now. (sighs) Then we move over, and then we get to the Tom and Schwartz scene. And this didn't really feel that real because Schwartz already knew about it at this point, right? Why is he, why is Sandoval explaining to Schwartz how he felt and this connection that he had and all this bullshit when it's like, you've already talked to Schwartz about this. Schwartz has already known about this. You've already explained to him about your affair. I don't believe that this scene is real. I don't. I think that it was performative because he was trying to give the audience his narrative. And guess what? We're not going to buy it. We don't buy bullshit. Okay? That's not what we do. We don't buy bullshit. We buy good shit. But they've already had this conversation, so I don't even care to listen to anything that they have to say. Schwartz feels bad about Schwartz and Sandys. I feel bad about Schwartz and Sandys, too. Yes, because that sucks for all the people that actually worked there. They didn't do this. But here's the thing. When you're the boss, when you're the head of the company, you have to think about the ramifications that your actions have. It's time the actions have consequences. And when you decide to ruin your reputation, guess what? There are consequences to that, and people don't want to support you after your disgusting decisions. Period. End of story. And I think what it is, is he's so used to getting away with this stuff. And he's also so used to like being young and dumb and naive, but he's no longer young, dumb and naive. He's an adult. He's in his 40s. He has a house. He was in a long term relationship. He has businesses. There are stakes now. There are literally stakes and things to lose and other people that you affect now by having by making these poor decisions. That's just what it is. Okay. Schwartz was complicit with the deflection play. Exactly. When you watch the the recent episodes, and I think Ariana talked about this recently in one of her interviews today, where she was saying like watching him co-sign Tom's narrative that our relationship was so bad and Ariana was so horrible to Tom Sandoval, it's disgusting because it shows that like Schwartz has no loyalty to Ariana. None at all, because he was willing to help Sandoval craft this narrative for the audience so that when Sandoval decided to officially come out with his affair, it would look like he had to leave Ariana and that him and Raquel probably built the relationship after he left Ariana. And it's bullshit because Schwartz knew that they were hooking up. Schwartz knew that there was a situation going on. He had no loyalty to Ariana. And guess what? He had no loyalty to Tom because some people want to be like, oh, well, that's his best friend. And I wouldn't tell my best friend secrets. No, no. Your job as a best friend is not to co-sign their bullshit. Your job as a best friend is to make your friend be a better person. That's who you should be for your friends. You should make them better, not enable their bad behavior. Hold them accountable. Tell them when they're wrong. Schwartz didn't do that. Schwartz is finally starting to have like some sort of accountability because he's like, oh, I'm not going to kick you while you're down. No, you gave him seven months to get away with this shit. No, I'm, oh, no, I don't want to give Schwartz any more passes. Schwartz, I'm just as pissed at Schwartz as I am at Sandy Balls, okay? The two of them need to dust off their Sandy Balls elsewhere. I'm glad that we didn't get a lot of Raquel in this scene. I am, I think, or in this episode. One, she didn't deserve it, and two, I think the accountability really needed to fall on Sandoval. Okay, then we get to Sheena and Katie coming over to support Ariana, And I like that they put their differences aside to support Ariana and Katie's like, I haven't seen her since her wedding and you can tell that there's bad blood, but they didn't care. They came to rally for their girl. They came to support their girl and they came to guzzle wine with their girl as they should. Good for them. Then Ariana shares that Tom and Raquel banged on Boys Night at like, in the car, and then he had to ask Ariana to let him in. That was her version of what happened that night. When he talked to Howie Mandel, he's like, "Oh, we were just hanging out in the backyard. And we were just like, I was locked at the house, so I couldn't go in." And he made it seem like that's why he couldn't go in the house because he was locked out. No, because Ariana was home, and you couldn't bang Raquel in the bed because Ariana was sleeping in it, the bed that you made katie really told raquel off as she should she should have told raquel off damn it but like the fact that they were hooked up in her car and like they just think that that's hot what that it was like a titanic moment and she was like rubbing her hand on the sweaty window gross i don't care about them hooking up in the back seat of her honda civic her broke down 93 honda civic no thank you swipe left i'll pass on that visual i'm good How does she even fit her Bambi legs in the backseat of that car anyway? Is there even enough room? Or did one of her Bambi legs hang out the window? Little tarantula hanging out the window like that. Please call her Rachel. I want to. Uh, We'll get to the Billy Lee thing in a minute, guys. Let's get through the episode, okay? Everyone keeps wanting to talk about Billy Lee. Trust me, I have thoughts about Billy Lee. I have lots of thoughts about Billy Lee. Um, then we get to Sheena actually revealing that she shoved, uh, Rachel, Raquel, and she didn't punch her, and we have the gorgeous visual of her trying to, you know, fold her hand to show that she can't form a fist and throw a punch, and I'm like, listen, if the glove doesn't fit, you gotta acquit, and that's, you know, we had to, we had to acquit Sheena Shea. She didn't punch Raquel. She shoved her, which I, which is always, that was always my theory. Can we just say a moment of vindication for me? Let me moment of vindication because I predicted I was like I think what happened was Sheen was like get away from me get away from me and so she pushed her and like swung her hand at her or whatever and then boom that like her ring or her nails or something scratched her but I don't think there was an actual punch yeah people like to call Lala Lauren. She seems fine with this. She talks about it in her book. She's like, people think that it's an insult to call me Lauren. She's like, guess what? My name is Lauren Burningham from Utah. And that's my name. Period. You did. You were right. Yeah, I told you guys that's exactly what I predicted what I thought happened, and I was right because I'm always right. Tell Twitter, I am always right. Period. Okay. Oh, so she says that she shoved Raquel and she doesn't know if like Raquel threw herself into a wall or into a bush or, you know, ended up rolling down a hill because Tom's house was broken into and he confronted the burglar and then had to go have eye surgery. We don't know what the situation was, but Sheena made it clear that she was enraged and she pushed her. OK. Um, and then Katie reveals Tom Schwartz's comments about Raquel at BravoCon when she was like Raquel is such a fangirl and he's just like, trust me, Katie, she's not here for me. And Katie's like, "What are you talking about? Like, that's weird." And so we finally get that reveal because obviously Schwartz knew about it at BravoCon when Raquel was naked wearing a Tom Tom sweater. Rachel can be Rachel can be Raquel, and Rachel can be whatever Rachel wants to be, and what she's chosen to be is a homewrecker. Okay, so there. Then he denied it. Yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to that too. Um, so we have th- this nice scene with you know. Sheena and and Katie coming to support Ariana. And then we have James's apartment with James and Lala and Katie and Allie. And this was probably one of my favorite scenes from the night, right? Because (sighs) James decides he's going to invite Lala and Katie over to have a girl's night kiki. And he's going to, you know, they're going to spill the tea, the three of them, girlfriend's night in. And he decides he's going to be bold. And with his little June shine in hand, he's like, it's 5.30 and I'm already drinking during the day. I'm like, hey, first of all, 5.30 is a perfectly normal time to be drinking because it's 5.20 and I have a very full glass of wine. Okay, James Kennedy. So let's not judge. And also 5 o'clock is happy hour. And in some places, happy hour is 3 o'clock. Okay. And I know exactly what those places are when I feel like having a drink at 3 a.m. Or sorry, at 3 (laughs) p.m. Not at 3am. I'm never never a a 3am type of person. I'm always asleep at 3am. The only time I was ever up at 3am is when I had to take Sky Potty training. Remember that, buddy? And you hated me so much. You were like, oh my god, I have to get up again every two hours. And I would drag his little ass out there and we would go potty time. Went through a bottle of wine last night. Well, Annika, that's great because I went through two. I went through two bottles of wine last night and I didn't even realize it until I woke up this morning. I was like, oh my God, I drank the second bottle of wine and ordered surge goat cheese balls. I literally ordered goat cheese balls from Sir in West Hollywood. I live in downtown. Do you know how much of an Uber mission that is? The poor woman I think it was a woman. It was a woman. She showed up with her her, her kid. And that was interesting. Um, but anyway, yes. Happy hour is anytime a bottle is near. Happy hour is anytime I want to feel happy tones. Yes, the two poo-poo heads. Okay, so Lala makes a very good point that this is comf- comfortability, right? Because he doesn't just decide to sleep with her good friend. Like, obviously, he had to have had a pattern. He had to have been doing this for some time, and I agree with that. Who do you think is going to get a renewal contract? Like, guys, let's get through the episode, and then we can ask the questions. Um, It's not Q&A time yet. It's not show and tell yet. Uh Ariana's better off without Sandoval. You look great. Zach. Thank you, Amy, Amy Reed. Um, I, I agree. And then Lala, even she talks about the comfortability and talks about how she believes that Sandoval stepped out before. And then she resurfaces the old Billy Lee rumor that nobody thought a thing about, right? I don't get how Sandoval got away with this for so long. Like, we let him get by with Miami Girl. And he totally made Kristen look like she was crazy. And she is crazy. You know that? Kristen is crazy. But that's why we love her. We love her for her crazy. Don't you judge her for being crazy. You're crazy. Oof. Excuse me. Got a little hyped up and I had a burp. I apologize. But anyway. That's why it's called hashtag no filter because you never know what you're going to get with me. Sometimes you get a burp. Sometimes you get a rant. Sometimes you get a sex story. And sometimes you'll get potty training stories with Sky. But the Billy Lee thing. I never thought that that would be a real thing that that he would hook up with billy lee but now it might actually make sense i think that maybe they did kind of fool around and hook up because jesse montana brought it up lala said that she heard it then it came up from Kristen at the reunion so maybe there is some truth he slept with billy lee miami girl rachel was the one and one more mystery girl well he says in the um that's just weird. Like him and Billy Lee, like, because they're friends too. Like, it's just weird because they have a very friendly relationship. That's the part that makes it weird is it's like, we know Billy, we've seen Billy. Like Billy's been on the show. Like, it's just, and then to know that they were hanging out recently and now he's single. So now he can bang her with no consequences, Rocky, Rocky, bang, bang. And he were on a break. So when Billy Lee was like, I'm going to comfort my friends. Oh yeah, Billy. Uh, uh, uh. Now we know how you comfort your friends. Billy Lee is the worst kind of example of activist, because if you disagree. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm not going to finish reading that comment, but yeah, I think everyone else can get the gist of that. Yeah. Um, Listen, uh, Billy Lee. uh, I I didn't really care for Billy Lee on the show, uh, but I mean, what a great way to introduce her for season 11. Right. Sheena said it on her podcast, too, about the Billy Lee. Yeah. They all heard the Billy Lee rumors. So, I mean, it sounds like, you know, Billy Lee was trying to make Sandoval feel real comfortable in between her legs. But I love that we finally get this moment where James calls Raquel and decides, one, he's going to ask her, are you in a full-blown relationship with, uh, with Sandoval? And she's like, no, I'm not in a full-blown relationship with Sandoval. And then... He, you know, he was just so funny. You can tell in his confessionals that he's genuinely hurt by Sandoval. And, like, you can, you believe his, the feelings of betrayal that he had. It is a little weird because, like, back in the day, he did sleep with Kristen in Tom Sandoval's bed with Tom Sandoval's condoms. And that was the whole thing, remember? But now, but now they're, like, actually friends. Like, before they weren't friends, they were just two people that worked at the same restaurant. Now they've, like, built a relationship with each other, you know, and I love that they show the flashbacks of of um, James and Tom Sandoval having that conversation about James being concerned, about Raquel being faithful to him, and now, you know, we see that, like, James really believed Sandoval and trusted Sandoval, but James was hilarious because he's like, oh, she threw everything away for what, Sandoval's old little cocky cock? And he, he's literally telling her this to her face on the phone. I'm just like living for it. this conversation with James, like just going in on her. And then when he says, you're not the brightest, the smartest thing you've ever done is sleep with Sandoval for seven months. I was like, Mike drop, say it again for the bitches in the back. Say it again for Billy Lee in the back room waiting for Sandoval. Right? He was hilarious. James Kennedy is the gift that just keeps on giving. We need more James Kennedy. Don't lose James Kennedy. James is cute, but not hot. Listen, the way he came for Raquel, I was like, yes, sis, get it. I don't even do yes, sis, but I was doing yes, sis. Get it, James Kennedy. Let's go. I would date him after that. I was like, that was so fucking hot. That was so hot. I would blow you And I hate giving blow jobs. You know, James is hilarious. James is great. I love James. I want to get James and book him for my bourbon room show. I know Lala's going to be there, but I want to book James for the show too. So if you guys want tickets, it's June 15th. It's my 30th birthday, live show at the bourbon room. Lala can't special guests. Um, and I'm trying to book James Kennedy. Guys, like tweet him, tag him, DM him, be like, you need to go on Zach Peters podcast, please. I actually know. Yeah. Maybe I will make that happen. Um, But I love that he just, like, went full-on savage on Raquel. And then in his confessional, he's like, yeah, I went full-on savage on Raquel. And she deserved it. And I was like, yes, she did. Yes, she did. And then Allie was, like, laughing in the back. But she was also like, James, stop it. Like, stop it. But also, like, not wanting to stop it because she was, like, living for it at the same time. And I'm like, yes. Yes. James and Sheena showed up last night. Yes, they did. Yes, They did. And I also love that, like, Lala didn't go savage on them in the finale. um, Or that wasn't, like, a focal point. Because I feel like we'll really get Lala to shine at the reunion. Um, But I think it made more sense to, like, allow James and Lala have, or sorry, James and Sheena have their moment. Because you can tell, like, their hearts are broken. Like, it wasn't just his betrayal um, towards Ariana Sandoval, but it was also Sandoval's betrayal and Raquel's betrayal to Sheena and James as well. I had a really good conversation with Jody, uh from The Ringer. We taped The Ringer reality TV podcast. Oh no, we taped Morally Corrupt on The Ringer reality TV podcast this morning and it aired so you can get like my, we dissected uh, Vanderpump for like a full, like over an hour, uh, her and I, and we bounced back and forth. So that commentary is available for like other Scene by scene, moment by moment breakdowns of the finale. If you want to catch that, that's available on the Ringer Reality TV podcast on today's episode of Morally Corrupt. <sighs> but my God, it was a lot. And I love James Kennedy and Lala. Don't fire them anytime soon. They're great. Then we get to this. Oh, my God. We get to the scene of Raquel's apartment. Hold on. I need another chug before we get into that. Mm. <sighs> All right. Let's do it. Okay. So Sandy Balls walks in, right? And he says, oh, hey, Rocky, Rocky, bang, bang. And right away, the galaxy lights. And this bitch, you know, she knew putting on the galaxy lights would be a moment for the cameras. She knew and she was ready to, like, have this moment for the cameras. And I'm just like, this bitch. She was like, oh, they made fun of me for having galaxy lights. And now what? Now here are the galaxy lights. No, Karen wants to know what kind of wine I'm drinking. Um, This is a bottle of Fitvine wine. I like FitVine wine. I'm not endorsed or paid to say that, but I do like FitVine wine because it's low alcohol, low calorie, no sugar, um, low carb wine, which is great. I love low carb wine. I love if it's low carb and has no sugar. That's what I'm drinking. But so the Galaxy Lights made me vomit. Like that just goes to show her level of of like you know she's in kindergarten still right like she's literally still in kindergarten and sandoval like that's what he likes is that she's young and impressionable or she's not even young she's impressionable and naive she's like mentally still 13 years old scribbling like sandoval and raquel sandoval plus raquel miss raquel scandoval that's literally what she has scribbled all over her damn notebook so this the galaxy lights i'm over them right And she's just like fully like in love with him. And you can just see it in her eyes. She's enamored. I said it too. I was like, I think it's puppy dog love. And I think she's infatuated with him. And yes, she is. Yes, she was enamored. And yes, she is infatuated with Tom Sandoval. And you could just see it in her little puppy dog eyes when he walks in. Fully in love with him. And I don't think that he's in love with her. He may like the connection. But I think more than he likes the connection with her. He likes the secrecy. He liked the adrenaline rush of being able to sneak behind Ariana's back. And I think he loved... You know, the fact that somebody gave him the attention that he was craving. And here's the thing. If your girlfriend is not giving you the attention that you want, not girlfriend, life partner. If your life partner is not giving you the attention that you want, you go to them and say, hey, this is what I need. I love you and I want to make this work. So this is what I need. And then your partner says, okay, great. This is what I need. And then you guys come together and you find a way to make it work. You don't go get your dick wet somewhere else unless you're allowed to do that. Which, guess what? He was not allowed to do that. And they were like, and the fact that he was like, we had to tell her before the reunion. Also, what I revealed on the podcast, I was like. I think his plan was to make this be a big announcement at the reunion. And he was going to he was going to blindside her just before the reunion, which we know this whole this broke two weeks before they filmed the reunion. He was planning on blindsiding her before the reunion. So that way they would go into the reunion and it would be a whole big thing the same way last season. It was a whole big thing that James and Raquel had broken up. And now here we are. I was right again. That's like eight things that I've been right about so far. I'm always right. But then you can tell that like this conversation between her and Sandoval, like Raquel wants Sandoval to choose her, right? She like wants to feel like he left Ariana and picked me, which I feel like is common for mistresses. Like they're just like, I want you to leave your wife for me. And I want to believe that like you were in love with that person, but now you're more in love with me. And I think that's what she was hoping for in this scene. You can tell like she wanted to kiss him. Like there were just so many things and so many moments where you can tell she like wanted his attention and affection and like wanted him to give her more. And he's even just like, I'm not, I can't kiss you on camera. There are cameras here. Like we can't do that. Like that's, you know, there are so many things that so many things that just are, I don't know, gross to watch. In this scene because she just like you can tell they're not on the same page you know when he accidentally calls her ariana um there's the awkward i love you where he's talking about his family he's like they love you and she's like i love you too and he's like i said they love you but i love you too it was like an obligation it was like yeah it felt like an obligation he obliged to say that but i'm also thinking was this the first time that they've said i love you to each other how soon is too soon to say i love you seven months like was this the first time they said that because she kind of seemed happy about that and the way she responded to the i love you it was she made herself look so bad in that scene like it just did not because she had no remorse like at least in all of his scenes fake or not he's showing remorse well not entirely he's showing guilt what's the word that i'm thinking of he's showing something that shows that he feels badly Not for Ariana. I don't believe he feels badly for Ariana. I think he feels badly that he fucked up his life. But I don't think she feels badly about anything. She, like, has no remorse. She has no, like, anything in her soul that, like, says that, hey, what I did was awful. Like she didn't even realize it. She didn't even think about it. And now I know that even more is because in her confessional that was taped after the fact, she truly had no remorse because she was bragging about how great sex was and how hard it was to have, you know, willpower and how she just wanted to know what it was like to have sex with somebody you have a connection with, which was a total, you know, shade at James Kennedy. But it's like now is not your chance to shade James Kennedy. James Kennedy gets to shade you. You wear the scarlet letter and you wear it proudly, girl. But, like, this is not your moment to throw a little shade at your ex-boyfriend. This is not your moment to brag about how great sex was with Santa Even if it's the best, most mind-blowing sex you've ever had, not the time. We don't want to hear it. We don't like it. Why is everyone saying they had a threesome? I don't know who everyone is, but the people that are saying that don't sound very bright. I don't believe that they had a threesome. Um. She has no remorse. You can see that because why the confession like, listen, okay, fine. Give it to her that this scene was uh, taped with Sandy balls. That was a scene that, you know, was taped very shortly after the scandal broke. She was still in the process of processing things, right? Her confessional was taped way after the fact. They didn't tape that confessional that weekend that the scandal broke. They taped those later on, which tells me She really believed the words that were coming out of her mouth. And again, I don't care if that was the best sex you've ever had. I don't care if you were squirting out all sorts of shit. I don't care. We don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about your details with him or Billy Lee. No, thank you, ma'am. No, thank you. I don't care about your lack of willpower. Ha, 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 ha. Like, my God. And then we have the moment where she's like, look at the scratch on my forehead. Which, first of all, there's no black eye. No black eye. Literally nothing else but the scratch on her fucking eyebrow, okay? And he's like, oh, my God, I remember being on the phone with her, and she was like, I would hit her. I would punch her again, which also makes me think maybe she said push instead of punch. That would actually make sense. Um, And maybe Sandoval just heard punch, or maybe he was, like, trying to co-sign Raquel filing the restraining order. I don't really know. The restraining order was filed after this scene was taped or the same day. It was filmed, yeah, because I believe it was, like, a Saturday. But her tweezers did it. I mean, listen, it wasn't even that. It was a scratch. It was literally, like, a little scratch. It wasn't like somebody beat her up. It didn't even look that bad. So the whole people being like, oh, no, physical violence. Listen, I'm not condoning physical violence, but I'm also saying that I'm not mad about it. It wasn't even that bad. Tweezers could have caused that scratch. Oh, see, everybody's saying tweezers. I Listen, I've never, I don't tweeze my own eyebrows. I have a guy that does that for... Well, he doesn't tweeze them. He threads them. But, like, I didn't realize tweezers could do that. I mean, it looked a little... It was a little big for a tweezer. But, like, still, at the same time, like... gonna hit her again. Sorry, I didn't say that. Take it back. JK, JK. Um, Culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes... We can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch, because society is great. But it doesn't have your couch, and it's windy out, and you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I. (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. But then she tells Tom that she doesn't know if she's willing to put her life on the line for somebody that has cheated on his partner. And I think this is Jody on when we taped Morally Corrupt this morning. She made a good point of being like she thinks that Raquel wanted Tom to like in that moment validate her and let her know that he would never do that to her. And he wanted I think she wanted him to say that. And she also wanted him to say, you know, like give her that clout on camera to like also make her feel good that this was all worth it, which wasn't it worth it. Was it really that worth it? Um and you can just tell, like, he's just not fully committed to this because even in his confession, he's like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to end up together. And I'm like, wow. So was it all worth it? Was wrecking every all your friendships and hurting this woman that was so ride or die for you for nine years, was it all worth it? Did it, like, if you don't even know if you want to really be with this girl, was it worth it? Here's the thing. I'll answer it for you. No, it was not worth it. Garbage. Garbage. Throw him in, the, throw him in the, the trash with the sprinkle cookies, right? Then being all giddy and giggly and cuddly on the couch. Gross. Gross. At that point, you might as well have just made out. Might as well have just kissed, right? At that point, why even refrain from kissing? You've already said, I love you on camera. While you cuddle up with her on the couch. Disgusting. I'm picturing Sheena punching her and then running through the streets of NYC. But Sheena didn't punch her. That performance to Lisa was pathetic. Okay, well, let's get into that, because now it's the Lisa scene, right? And Lisa is saying that their relationship wasn't what it used to be, and she recognized that. She's like, their relationship wasn't what it used to be. But then here comes this beauty queen. I'm like, Lisa, no. What, here comes Honey Boo Boo, and we just can't resist? No. Honey Boo Boo, bye. No, thank you. We are not accepting Honey Boo Boo as the beauty queen that just came, and she was irresistible. First of all, Raquel is very resistible, okay? Okay. She just is. That's why she didn't actually win, and she wasn't a beauty queen. She was a beauty contestant. She was a beauty queen tryer out, but she didn't actually execute it, right? She was never a real beauty queen. But then we have, you know, I think Lisa was being a little too gracious in this scene and giving him a little too much grace. Um, I think Tom found Raquel very impressionable, and she was naive, and he took advantage of the naivete. Because she was willing to change everything about herself to be S- Sandoval's fangirl and he liked that. But the breakdown that he has at Lisa, everybody's saying that it was fake and it was performative. I don't think that it was fake and I don't think that it was performative. Um Because I believe that this was his light bulb moment. I believe that this was the moment that he actually like woke up to the reality of what he had actually done. And I don't think it was because he felt bad about hurting Ariana or ruining his friendships. I think he realized I ruined my reputation. I screwed over the bar. I screwed over Schwartz. There's a chance that Schwartz might not even stick around. Which obviously Schwartz is going to stick around because Schwartz makes bad decisions just like you. But like, I believe that his moment with Lisa was true and genuine and he was literally having an anxiety attack. He had tears when he turned around from the window. No, I believe that that was real. I don't believe he performed that. I believe he performed in his scene with Schwartz. I believe that even in his scene with Sheena, he was very conscious of the cameras. But I think in that moment, because here's the thing, Schwartz will buy his bullshit. Raquel is going to validate the shit out of his ego. Lisa Vanderpump was not willing to do that. She I mean, she was a little easy and soft on him. But I think in her presence, he knew and he kind of really realized, holy shit, I really screwed up. And I think that was his actual like moment of realization of what the reality of the situation was. I believe that he really like just snapped in that moment. The gravity of the situation hit. Yeah, I agree. Aussie Barry. The gravity of the situation finally just hit him and he was like, oh, my God, what did I do? I think he was kind of caught up in the moment at first because that's why when he's talking to Ariana, he's like trying to defend his actions. And then you see him talking to Schwartz and he's just like, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. And then you see him talking to Raquel and he's like, I I love you. And so now the, the gravity is hitting him and everything's starting to sink in. Tom is a narcissist. He doesn't care. I'm not saying he cares about the damage that he did. I'm saying he cares about ruining his reputation. He cares about the ego that he built up so high is now being deflated because nobody wants to buy any of his bullshit anymore. He was crying about himself. I'm not saying he was ever crying about Ariana. I'm not saying he was ever crying because he felt bad. He was crying that he ruined his reputation and he was crying that he has now lost control of his own narrative. And then we get into Tom and Katie. And I'm glad Katie finally held Tom Schwartz accountable because he knew about the one-night stand. And he said that Tom was disgusted by the one-night stand. But I'm like, "Mm, that's interesting that he was disgusted by it. Because here he is telling us he had such a connection and they were so connected. And there's this spark. So was there a spark and there felt a connection? Or was he truly disgusted by it? Because I don't think he was truly disgusted by it because he's never once said, I was disgusted by it. He liked it. He wanted it. And now Schwartz is like, oh, but I'm struggling because of the man eating crocodiles in Florida. And I'm like, shut up. Katie, how did you even stay married to him for this long? Then we get the Kristen Doty. And I have to say, I was really worried that this episode was not going to deliver and that they weren't going to be able to fit everything in or that it was going to feel rushed. The pacing was great. The timing was great. The emotion was great. We got just enough Kristen Doty. I hate that she came in in her little Nike slides I was like, Kristen, at least put on some cute sneakers, girl, right? Like, do a little cute athleisure moment. Even Sheena got a bucket hat. You know, she kept it trendy. (sighs) Love Kristen. but My God, Kristen. My God. Um, Kristen flopped for me. I don't think Kristen flopped. Kristen could have stayed home. She didn't care for real. I don't believe that. I think that this was the best way to integrate Kristen for this episode because we got a couple of things out of it, right? We addressed you know, Ariana making out with Tom back in the day and Kristen talking about how that doesn't compare to what is going on today and how they're two completely different situations. I like that there was this bonding moment of we were both cheated on and we were both betrayed by this man. We both believed him. We both loved him. We both wanted to believe that he was actually a good guy and that he was loyal to us. But I just feel like... You know, they, 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 we didn't need Kristen to be messy. We didn't need her to bring receipts. We didn't need her to bring other bombshells. I think that will come next season because they're talking. I've heard that they're talking to Kristen and they're talking to Jax about signing a contract for season 11, which I think is what they're going to have to do because I don't think Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang can come back next season. Um, Nor do I think she would even want to after all this unless she's truly like demented. But like. I think that this was a great season or a great uh, way to sprinkle in Kristen because we got these like nice endearing moments. We got Ariana forgiving Kristen and Kristen forgiving Ariana. We got them having this like, you know, burn our bras and stick it to this gross Sandy balls for good moment that I thought was endearing. Um, And it was just the right amount of Kristen hated the outfit, but like loved what she brought it was just enough it was a little teaser it was a sprinkle it was a slice we didn't need a full piece of cake a perfect little sliver slice was just what we needed and she came in with the kumbaya she did the little sounds we had the crystals we did the positive manifestation notes we burned what we're what, what we want to let go of i thought it was like a perfect way of her being like i've been here i know what you're going through i've been there before this is what we're doing because i'm helping you move past this man who has done us both wrong." So, full circle moment for Kristen Doty. I thought it was a great way to reintroduce her and would make sense to now bring her back for next season. (sighs) And then we have the Tom and Sheena scene. And that was, like, heartbreaking. Oh, actually, before the Tom and Sheena scene, we have the the Tom Schwartz and Raquel scene. And I... Still don't think Schwartz gets it. I still don't think Schwartz understands. We see the text that he wrote to her where he's like, I'm not going to kick a man while he's down. And I hope you go on a vacation. You live your best life. And I'm like, really? Because that's what she wants to do right now is go on vacation and live her best life now that she knows that one of her really good friends was banging her boyfriend. And her boyfriend of nine years who she has a house with and pets with, you know, has completely been lying to her for the past seven months. Cool. Got it. Um... I just, Schwartz just doesn't get it. And I can't even get him to get it because he, and he keeps talking about like Schwartz and Sandys and oh my God, Schwartz and Sandys. And I get it. He feels like Schwartz and Sandys is in shambles. And it is. And guess what? Your partner, your best friend, your buddy old pal that you have standing right by you in all of this, that you're choosing to stand right by in all of this. He's the one that put you in this position. He's the one that screwed you over. Okay? So don't try to defend him to Ariana. Sorry. That's just the position that we're in. That's just what you decided to do. That's where you decided to take it. And that's where we're at, buddy, old pal. I loved Ariana being honest with him. And she's just he's like, you know, our business is really taking a hit. He's like, of course it is. He's like, that was our little family at Schwartz and Sandy. She's like, yeah. And look at what he did to your family. You know, like she was kind of sitting there and like validating the fact that he was really hurt by all of this. And she's like, yeah, of course you're going to be hurt by it. Of course your business is going to be affected by it. Like, what did you guys think? was going to happen, that you're, what, 20 years old, and you don't have anything to lose but your job at CERB, at least it's going to keep you around because there are cameras to protect you. No, we're not there anymore. We're old, we're grown, we have businesses. Nope, not going to happen anymore. It's just insane that Schwartz like doesn't even realize the gravity of the situation. But then we get to the final scene, and that's Tom Sandoval and Sheena and that was a rough scene i'm glad that they saved that for the very end i'm glad that that's what they ended it on and i'm glad that sheena got to have her moment you know because like she deserved that moment because i think we've all kind of brushed their friendship under the rug and not really given it the validation that it deserves but like their friendship deserves that validation because you know you can tell sheena is genuinely hurt hurt by him and he even felt bad because he's like I'm sorry for the things that I said to you on the phone about us not really being friends like Sheena pulled it together she had no makeup on she delivered she held him accountable she said all the things that needed to be said without getting overly emotional and overly worked up and angry like she was able to keep the pace and the tone in her own body and like you know it was it was heartbreaking because she's like Tom was my day one Out of everybody in this group, Tom was my day one. He's the one that took me under his wing. He always made me feel included. He always made me feel welcomed. And this is something I never would have thought he would have done. She was ride or die. She got burned. She got so burned by Tom and Rachel. And I don't think we're giving Sheena enough, or we didn't give Sheena enough of the credit of being hurt by Tom. We gave it all to Ariana, which was a deserve. But I also think we need to realize, like, you know, it was just... Composure and delivery were on point. Yeah, it was It was a lot, guys. It was a lot. But my heart broke for Sheena. And you could just feel that. You can just tell, you know. Even Brock telling him, you put us all in a shitty spot. Yeah, because they were all there for him. Sheena was raw in perfection. That's why everyone that wants to say that this scandal was fake and that this was all for ratings... Nah, you watch those scenes, you see that emotion, you feel that emotion. Even James, his anger or him crying in his confessional, like, that's all real. You know, I think that they were, there was a, they did a good job of not doing too much Lala and Katie because Lala and Katie had their role. But Lala and Katie did all of the work that needed to happen before. So, my heart broke for Sheena. Yeah, I mean, as it should. That was heartbreaking. So now here we are. Ariana did a great Watch What Happens Live. It had a, a Watch What Happens Live series high. This was the highest rated Watch What Happens Live in Watch What Happens Live history. They brought in 1.4 million. I don't know if Watch What Happens Live has ever pulled more than a million. If they have, it hasn't been very many times. But the fact, the fact that they pulled to 1.4 million live viewers on Watch What Happens Live, and they had 1.8 million viewers on Vanderpump Rules for the finale, that's incredible. Uh, especially because like, we don't see those numbers on cable television anymore, especially now that most people watch on the DVR. They watch after the fact. So we'll get the full numbers probably by Monday of next week. I'm predicting this hit at least 4 million, or that that's what the final number will be for the Vanderpump finale, because 1.8 million the night of. Last week's episode got, I think, a total of 3.3 million. So, yes, they did break YouTube TV. That they did. Ariana is raking it in and good for her. She's beautiful. Yes, but I want to say this because I I said this on on Morally Corrupt this morning, but I will say this. We're all focusing on Ariana having her moment and she's a queen and she's doing so great and blah, 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 blah. But I want everybody to remember she's living this out publicly and she's on a high right now and she's getting all these deals and she's getting all these gigs and she's getting a lot of money. But at some point, it's going to slow down. And when it slows down, that's when the breakup is really going to hit her. So she's going to continue to need our support through and through. Because at this point, she doesn't have, you know, any real understanding of reality, especially since the whole world is clapping for her and pumping her up right now. So she doesn't have a concept of what reality actually is. I don't think she really has a a chance to process the breakup because they had to film it and they're doing the show and they had to do the reunion and now they're promoting it. And now, you know, this is all going to be great and big and grand. But at some point... When you shoot up that high, it's only natural that there's a bit of a dip and a bit of a sink. And knowing that she has struggled with depression in the past, that does worry me. And I hope that her friends really are around her and that her friends really do rally with her because it's not going to be easy. And I know everybody's like, yes, we see her as like this character on reality television that's living her best life right now. And she is. But again, the best life that she's living right now is not a real life. It's filtered with all of this gassing up that everybody's giving her right now and I just like my heart just goes out to her because I know at some point she's going to have to actually sit with the grief and the loss and she's going to have to really feel that and that's going to be rough especially considering you know she had two other big losses this past year her grandmother and her dog so I think it's it's going to hit her hard and it hasn't fully hit her yet. She has a boyfriend already. Yes, but that's a rebound. That's not a, I don't think that this guy's going to last. He's a very clear rebound. And the fact that she's parading him all around town, like I just I don't want it to end badly and I hope that, you know, I think she will pull through this stronger. Because Sandoval can't afford to move out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why he's still there. But I just want people to remember that. Yes, she's a queen. Yes, she's living in her moment right now. But like, let's also remember that at some point, the other shoe will drop and she will have to deal with this grief. You can't delay grief. It hits you at some point. And I think she's had sprinkles of it. But all of the sprinkles of the grief that she's had has had to be for the show. And so she's had to perform it, essentially. She's getting so many endorsements. Yes, but endorsements and money don't heal a broken heart, babe. They do a good distraction. It's ice cream, right? It's the bucket of ice cream after a breakup. But at some point, you still have to deal with the broken heart. I love how he lied about couples therapy. Yeah. When cameras go dark, Ari is going to need her true friends. Yeah. She is. She is. Because now that the season's wrapping, once the season wraps and there's no cameras and there's not as much press on her, it's going to be challenging. After she walks through it, she can only do better. Yeah, when she gets through it, there's only, you know, one more place to go, and that's up. Five stages of grief. Anyone watch, watch what happens live last night. Yeah, it was great. Zach, what do you think will be the next big extras difference between Peacock and Bravo airing um, the reunions? I don't know. I mean, more bonus footage, but I don't know what more bonus footage looks like. Your compassion for Ariana made me cry. Well, because I think we forget that these are still real people, you know. I know we get caught up in the reality television, you know, fixation of it all, but it's like we we forget that these are still real people. Don't they shoot don't they start shooting again soon? I don't know. I know contracts have not gone out yet. I know they're planning to start shooting again soon, but I think they're going to have to have a minute to figure it out and see who's even going to be on the cast. I don't know if Raquel is going to be able to come on the cast because I know she has no friends and she has no more story. And she needs to focus on her mental health right now and like get herself straight at this point. Um, And Ariana says that she won't film with Tom Sandoval or Raquel, which I think is fair and valid. I don't know how real that is, but I also think she will walk from the show because she's never needed or wanted the show ever, really. And she seems to be doing just fine and she'll find a way past the show. And now is the best time for her to leave the show because at least now she has lots of money coming in and opportunities will come flying at her right now, more now than they will in a year or two. So she might as well jump at it. Sheena said she expects them to start shooting in July. I would think so because the Secrets Revealed special happens on June 14th. So we have three parts of the reunion and then the the Secrets Revealed episode June 14th. So I would assume maybe two weeks after that. So July is when I would assume they would start filming again. So we'll see. I do think they need a bit of a break and a bit of a pause though. Uh, yeah. No, I want Ariana to stay. I want her to stay too. They're going to have to offer her a lot of money to stay. And I just think that, you know, she's. I mean, I don't know. Can they pay her enough money to film with Tom? I don't know if we can really have Raquel realistically back on the show at this point. I just don't. Why is Jack saying he's coming back next season when contracts are now? Because I'm sure negotiations are happening. I'm sure the conversations are happening. I'm pretty sure the producers have reached out, being like, hey, we just want to know, do you have any interest, you know? So I'm pretty sure Jacks will return in some capacity, and I'm pretty sure conversations are happening, but conversations have to happen before an official contract and an official offer, you know, come on the table. Raquel can stay in her mental health facility, a.k.a. her parents' house, probably. <laughs> yeah, new show, Vanderpump Moms. I don't think people would be interested in Vanderpump Moms, though. The name just... People won't watch it for moms. Do you think Melissa Gorga will be back for season 14? Yeah, I don't see why not. Do we think Raquel may really be in a mental health facility? I don't know. And at this point, I don't really care. She said on the Today Show, she will will return if they will have her. She's not going anywhere. Well, she also said that she wouldn't film with them, with uh, Raquel and Tom. So I don't know what that would look like. I don't think she would think that they're going to fire them because of her. How can Sandoval come back after season 11? The only person who will shoot with him is Schwartz. Yeah, Sheena said that too. I think Sheena's predicting like a big cast shakeup. I mean, unless they bring back Billy Lee. And I, I honestly don't. I really don't know. Sandy Balls is asking for more money, and he's justifying it because if not, he's cheat. If it's not for his cheating scandal, they will have they wouldn't have more seasons. I mean, listen, he's not wrong. Um, he is entitled to a pay upgrade or at least a bonus for this season. But we'll see if they give him what they think he wants. I don't think he has much clout or leverage to really ask for much. I think whatever bump in salary they're willing to give him, he should take it gracefully and move on. Rachel writing letters to Sandoval and mailing them to that. Gross. And like so fucking kindergarten pen pal. What is this pen pal bullshit? Fuck off. Give Charlie a chance. Eh. Yeah, I think they could possibly bring back Billy Lee, to be honest with you. Billy Lee fell flat. She won't anymore. Now that we know that she fell on Sandy's dick. Hmm. When Ariana said Rachel was sending letters to the house four days ago. Yeah. Weird. Gross. Ew. Ew, David. Um, is Billy Lee trans? I heard about this in another live chat. True, Yeah, did we not know that? That was like her whole storyline and how Stassi was problematic and how they didn't include her in Girls' Night because she's not a real girl. And they're like, what are you talking about? We didn't include you in Girls' Night because you're an asshole. And we don't like you, but it's because of your personality, not because you're trans. I really, really want Ariana to do a tell-all book of Tom's secrets. I don't think that'll happen. Um, Maybe it will be a breakup later. I don't know. What is Jax going to bring? He's an attention seeker too. and Cheated on all of his girlfriends. That's what he's going to bring. He's going to bring chaos. He's going to bring mess. I mean, on a personal level, I think it's better for Jax to not come back to the show because then he can protect his relationship. But on a viewer level, I'm like, let's go. Let's do it. Ooh, Zach, have you heard anything about Charlie? Danny Pellegrino thinks something happened there with Sandoval and Charlie? I need more details on that. I didn't, I didn't hear anything about that. Like, why wasn't she at the reunion? Who, Charlie? Because Charlie wasn't even on... Charlie wasn't even on the show this season, really. Oh, wait, they broke the dig flu. Billy Lee broke it first. Um. Wow, thanks for filling me in on Billy Lee. I mean, I, I didn't know. Nobody... I didn't know people didn't know that. Wait, who Billy who's Billy? Billy Lee from the previous seasons. One Bravo account said that it wasn't Billy Lee, it was Gabby from Winterhouse. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I still believe that he did hook up with Billy Lee, and he's probably just lying about it. At this point, yeah. I need to practice deep breathing exercises to prepare for the reunion. Are you psyched to see Tom and St. Charles? It's a hike from the airport. I mean, I'm going to have to, like, really hike. I just got my travel schedule, um, and it's a really tight window of when I would land and have to check into my hotel and then make it to St. Charles to go to the show. So at this point, it's still kind of up in the air. I also still i am like, I don't know if I want to give money to this man, like, especially after seeing that episode and seeing Ariana be like, I can't give, like – why would anybody want to give money to him? That I'm just kind of like, Ugh. but also, actually, to be fair, wait, this may be some justification because I, well, I guess I can reveal this now. Here's a little scoop. Um, so I was planning on doing a no-filtered live in Chicago next week, right? We have LA that's coming up. We have New York that's coming up on July 26th. I'm doing a live show in New York City. Um, my my show with Lala Kent is going to be in on June 14th, which is also my 30th birthday. So that's going to be a big show. Um, And then I'm thinking we're probably going to hopefully land some New York or New Jersey housewives for the the New York show. We'll see. uh, Stay tuned. You'll see who we end up announcing, but um, New York will be a bit of a toss up because I know they're all going to have to go film the ultimate girls trip now. So we'll have to see about that. But I've talked, I've been in conversations with a few of them. So stay tuned for what is coming, but um, the Chicago thing, I was originally supposed to do a live show at the Arcata Theater in Chicago, and um, it was going to be with Johnny Wahlberg from Blue Bloods, Wahlbergers, New Kids on the Block. Um, I'm not going to be doing that live show at the Arcada Theater next week because we ended up working something else out and hopefully I'll be able to share it with you soon. Um, But I do, I am going to Chicago next week and um, you can expect some good content to be coming. It won't be like an official, or it won't be like the no filter live shows that we've done, the no filter night outs, because we did Philly, we have LA, and then we have New York coming up. Um, So the Chicago show ended up getting tweaked into something else but the reason I bring this up is because when I was talking to the Arcada Theater about taping no filter at the Arcada Theater which is where Sandoval is doing his and we were literally going to do the show the night before Sandoval they were telling me that they that ticket sales don't go to the artist ticket sales go to the venue so the venue pays the artist a lump sum up front and then they I believe keep all of the ticket sales is I believe how it works. So, any tickets that you're buying to Tom Sandoval's show, he's already been paid. But now he's oh yay, just Andy for you is coming to the LA show. Yay, let me let me know if you guys are coming to the LA show and if you what tickets you got. Did you get VIP, Ultra VIP? Let me know so I can give you a shout out. But anyway, that's what they told me at the Arcata Theater because obviously when you do a live show, there's always a, a conversation about like ticket sales and rev share and all that sort of stuff. And so they said typically how it's done is they they pay the artist a lump sum up front and then all of the ticket sales come into them. So it's not going to Sandoval if you spend that money. I mean, it's technically still kind of. Ooh, yay. Just Andy for you got ultra VIP tickets. That's going to be so fun. Brittany got VIP to see me. I love it. We'll be buying L.A. now. Woo-woo. Go to NoFilterLive.com. NoFilterLive.com. Get your tickets. coming to L.A. as a VIP all the way from Sweden. Yes, Aussie Berry. Love it. From Sweden. So, yeah. Ultra VIP and ready to party. Yes, Mallory. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Thank you, Marie, for the badge on Instagram. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Oof. Please don't pay the tom- to see Tom perform anymore. Like Ariana said, don't give him any more money or attention. But that's the thing. I'm not giving him money. I'm giving the venue the money, and I'm pretty sure the venue is already bleeding money because they're not expecting the ticket sales that they were originally going to have. I love and thank you for the paid streaming of the show. Oh, yes, guys, if you're not in L.A., but you do want to still stream the show, the Lala Kent show, it is going to be available for live stream. So you can buy live stream tickets at NoFilterLive.com as well. Go to NoFilterLive.com. You can get your in-person tickets or you can buy your live stream ticket right now. Live stream is only four ninety nine. dollars um, So, yeah, you can stream the whole show. At the Bourbon Room. So go and get your tickets right now. The live stream is brought to you by Chomps. You guys know I love me some Chomps. They are my favorite protein stick. They are all grass-fed meat. They have beef. They have turkey. They have lots of delicious flavors. I'm obsessed with their habanero one right now. Their taco flavor is also really good. Those are their two new online exclusive flavors. So you can check them out at Chomps.com. Yeah, yeah. $5 $5 hairs for the live stream. Buy exactly 5 bucks for the live stream. I mean, come on. I'm a cheap date. Where's Sky? Sky? Where is Scott? Baby shark. Oh. He decided it's bedtime, so he put himself in his crate. I'm debating taking him to my mom's because my mom invited us over for dinner. And she's like, come by. We're grilling some fish or smoking some fish. And I'm like, maybe I'll take him over to play with his brothers for a little bit. We had a very long walk today, so he's tired. But we'll see. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I caught you live. Hi, Sandra. Look at me. It's Sandra D. Ooh. Okay. This guy is so baby. He is he's my little baby. Is the wine you drink gluten free? Yes. Everything I drink is gluten free. Even cum. No, I don't drink cum. Sorry. <laughs> uh fantastic that's what wine will do to you to get you talking dirty. Talking dirty. What a sweet boy. He's such a precious baby. Um, the feed is the live feed is good and the live chat. It'll be fun. Yes, I agree. Um, what did you do with the kitty? We found the kitty at home. Come to Toronto maybe one day. Um, if you're you are in Toronto, I do Housewives recaps for Proud FM, 103.5 Proud FM, um, in Toronto. So listen to me live on the radio every Thursday for my Housewives recaps. I just rewatched the finale. Yeah, I watched it three times. Well, once last night while I was getting a little Lady city and then another one this morning because I needed a clear head. And then one more time because I saw Peacock released and I thought Peacock was going to release bonus footage, but it's not for the finale. It's only for the reunion. The Peacock has the bonus footage. So there's that. Um, I'm rewatching the finale again. You go, Annika. Come to NC. I would totally come to a show. Girl, come to NYC. It's going to be fun. Or come to L.A. Oof! It'll be interesting to see Tom on Winter House. Oh, I forgot about that. And Tom Sandoval is—sorry, not Tom Sandoval. Tom Schwartz is also doing that show, Stars on Mars. Listen, the production value of that looks great. But my God, I hope Katie has gluten-free sandwiches. Listen, I hope so too. Oof. Fisher Girl, guess what? We share a birthday. Woo, woo. Happy birthday to us. Okay, everyone's like, come to Nebraska. Come to Delray Beach. Guys, come to where I'm already going to, and then maybe I'll go to more shows. (sighs) (sighs) All right. Shall we wrap? That was a lot. We covered a lot. We talked about a lot. And I'm exhausted. But I do have my Send It to Daryl merch right now. Send it to Daryl, which was fun. I want everyone to have a great experience. Yes, absolutely. Um, He's from Mars, but a star. (laughs) Yes, Aaron. Yes. Did you hang out with that friend you made at the doggy park? No, his doggy's been sick. She ate something she wasn't supposed to eat, which at first I was kind of like, are you blowing us off? Like, are you like breaking up with me and Sky? Because like, you can just say, we don't want to hang out with you. But I don't believe that that's the case. I believe the puppy is not doing well, which breaks my heart. Because um, they, because he kept trying to make plans with us and then would end up canceling at the last minute. Because he's like, the, the puppy's not feeling well. The puppy's not doing well. The puppy's been sick. We're going to take another day off. I'm going to let her rest. Blah, 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 And then today I texted him this morning. He's so like, oh, I haven't heard from him. And we were supposed to go to the doggy part. We were supposed to postpone our date for this week. And I haven't heard from him. So then I texted him. I was like, hey, how's the puppy? How's she feeling? Um... And I haven't gotten a response, which I was like, oh, no, I hope the puppy's okay. Mm. Zach, are you reviewing the Vanderpump Rules bonus footage on Peacock? Well, yeah, because the reunion comes out on Wednesdays and then Peacock drops the bonus footage Thursday mornings. So when I do my Thursday night lives, uh, yeah, hello. Of course, we're going to talk about it. Which, by the way, I have to fly to New York next Thursday. So TBD on what the live stream schedule will look like. We'll still have our regular book club on Tuesday and our Tuesday book club will be the Randall scandal on Hulu. That documentary will recap and review that one on Tuesday night. And then we'll see what happens for Thursday night, because that's going to be the Sandoval Tom Sandoval, the most extras show. And I don't know if I'm going to that or not going to that or like TBD, literally TBD, but regardless if not then oh, i don't know if i'll be able to do a live stream on friday we'll see i'll, I'll try to figure out my schedule and we'll figure it out is sky sleeping yes sky's sleeping right now he decided to put himself into his crate and go to bed and i'm like uh nobody it is still early and we are not gonna do that where's my little my hey baby shark baby shark come here buddy Where do you go? Come here, baby shark. come here my baby shark skywalker come here sky Come here, come say hi. Everybody wants to say hi to you, buddy. Hi, baby shark. Come here. Okay, say goodbye, everybody. Okay, no, 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 no. I know, I know, I love you too. Okay, but look at say hi, everybody. Say hi, say hi. I'm the baby shark. I'm the baby shark. I'm the baby shark. Do do, 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 do. Baby shark. Do do, do 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 Baby shark. I know, I know, I know, I know, my precious baby. Okay. Yeah, we go. That's a good baby. That's a good baby. Okay. Say hi, buddy. Say hi, buddy. Oh, pal. Save yourself. Don't go. Don't go to the show. Don't go to the show. Oh, everyone's saying not to go to the show. But then before, everyone was saying go to the show. And now everyone's saying don't go to the show. Well, we'll see. Um, oops. Baby shark. Baby shark. No one can resist you in sky. I mean, I know, right? Aren't we just the best? Thebomb.com. Oh, but buddy, you are lucky you are on the couch right now because I do not allow him on the furniture, but we're just doing it for the live stream because live stream people want to see the baby sky. They want to see the baby shark. Come, oh, my buddy, oh, pal. Come here, my baby. Um, Jody here. Hey, Jody. What a darling puppy. He's too cute. Thank you, Mary. Don't give him any money. Again, guys, the money's not going to him. He's already collected his money. The money would be going to support the Arcata Theater, who's probably bleeding on ticket sales as it is. Ay, ay, ay. Mamma mia. Here I go again. All right, guys. Thank you for catching today's episode of No Filter with Zach Peter. I love you. I appreciate you. You will have a new podcast episode on Monday, but if there's any breaking tea that happens over the weekend, you can always subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com slash just Zach, and you'll keep up with all the latest tea, or you can always follow at no filter with Zach on Instagram because on the Instagram, I always keep you updated. So get ready. Also, you're singing baby shark and my two year old is listening to it in his bedroom. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Um, but thank you guys. I love you. I appreciate you. you. Can always keep up with me at Just Plain Zach. You can follow Sky. Say hi, Sky. You can follow Sky at Just Plain Sky on Instagram. Okay, okay, buddy. Okay, okay. okay. I know, Sky. Hey relax um so thank you guys I love you I appreciate you give us a follow on the Instagram get your tickets to no filter live I'll be in uh, Hollywood on June 15th and then in New York City on July 26th and then I'll be in Chicago next week I don't know if you'll be able to get tickets to that but stay tuned alright love you I appreciate you I will talk to you all later skater Good night. ciao for now bye 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 bye